Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Welcome to Asinine Radio. This is week number one of December 2019. This is the end of the year, so this is going to be a very big episode, I think. I don't know, but maybe. Uh, So first, we're going to get into our fearless beer review. Uh, Then we're going to get into our 2019 Spotify wrapped up uh, up. portion. So we're going to do that. Then we're going to get into our songs of the week. And then we're going to round out the show with some new music and other happenings in the music world. But before we do that, uh, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us there. Uh, follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Now, Jeff, let's just get into our fearless beer review. What do we have here? What do we got, Jeff? Did you we, fall? Um, no, I, I always use a, a lunchbox, like a kid's lunchbox. Today's JoJo Siwa. Do you know who JoJo is? I do not know who JoJo Siwa yeah. is, no. Do you ever, you ever seen that show, like, I think it's called Dance Moms or something? Have you uh, heard of it? I've heard of it, but I, I don't I don't watch it, no. So Dance Moms, I, I don't watch crap. one of the mom's daughters in there, I think was JoJo, and now she does her own thing. But she's a fucking brat, and I can't stand her. But Kaylee briefly, and so she, Renee got her a JoJo um, lunchbox, so I put all my beer in there. Ah, she's so trash. Yeah, she's the worst. But, I but um, so I have a beer... It's called Humphreys Hef, and it's from Lumber Ooh. Yard, <laughs> Lumber Yard Brewing. Okay, which is uh, it's over in Flagstaff, which is I think is like three hours north of where I'm at. But um, this, I, I, this Lumber Yard Brewing kind of has a cool history that I was looking up. Uh, the owners ran a different brewery for a while called Beaver Street Brewing, and they wanted to expand because they were so popular. So they bought an old abandoned lumber mill. That was made in like the early 1900s, and they converted mm-hmm. into a brewery and opened in 2010. And apparently, they got like phenomenal food, and people love this fucking brewery. I don't know if it's like the best brewery or if it's just maybe there's not a whole lot of breweries in Flagstaff, so that's why you know they're the best because they're the only ones. I don't know, but uh, this is a German style Hef, so I'm pretty sure it's going to have that Ooh. that aftertaste that I just love so much. Are you being sarcastic? Oh, yeah. I hate that aftertaste. Oh, you're an idiot. That, that's like, oh, that you got the beer I want. So gross. But um, oh. it's 5.6% and 12 ounces. And this is, uh, it's brewed at 7,000 feet. Oof, that's a high, that's a high beer. Well, it is. Uh, so what do, you, what do you got for your backies this time around? Uh, my backies, I have a Heineken Light. Oh, dude. Same great Heineken taste, less skunk. Grow some balls. And my other backy is I have a Bira Moretti. Bira Moretti. <laughs> I'm assuming it's a it's a Mexican beer. Italian, close. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> yes, I guess so. I guess it's I guess it is. Sure. Well, I have a uh, a beer from a brewery called Mare Island Brewing Company. A uh, friend of the pod, Ryan, who's currently boycotting the pod, actually. Uh, he brought this down from San Jose. Uh, he was up there last weekend. 
And uh, this one is called Hydraulic India Pale Ale, or Hydraulic Sandwich India Pale Ale. Uh, it's 7.1 ABV. Uh, on the side here, it says, A general's prized mare and a shipwreck, a naval shipyard founded in 1854. 40,000 welders, torpedo makers, radio men, and Rosie the Riveters, securing our freedom through a civil and cold and two world wars. Two winemakers now toiling to handcraft beer worthy of this historic island. Come visit our taps at the northern waterfront of the San Francisco Bay. Many a former yardbird, the na- the nickname given civilians working on Mare Island Naval Shipyard, has reminisced or yeah has reminisced to us of discreetly and often hosting a hydraulic sandwich on their lunch break. Beer is indeed food. I really have no idea what yeah, any of that. I don't even know what you're insane. That was beer I, is I indeed like, food. You just I said. was like a quarter of the way through, and I'm like, am I? It's just making any sense to anybody? No, it's not. That's that's yeah. why nobody's even listening right now. Yeah, that's. I'm glad I got through it all, but that was that was tough. That, that was anyway. tough to listen to. I know. Fuck, man. So yes, I have a I have a hydraulic sandwich in the pale ale. So you ready to open these <laughs> ones? Hydraulic sandwich. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, ready? I'm, I'm ready to open it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You got a can there. One, nothing wrong with me. Two, nothing wrong with me. All right, here Are we you go. pouring? Wait, I'm, I'm still pouring. I am too. Oh, well, you, you cheers and then poured. Who does that? I didn't cheers. What was that clink? Oh, do you have clink. a bottle? Yeah. Oh. Did you say you had a bottle? Bottle on glass. What? Oh, dude, this smells like. This one smells like an like a, a really malty strong IPA. Maybe I'll like this. I've been in this kind of uh, Diane Diane Weist. <laughs> oh God, I can't even say it. <laughs> oh man, I miss that show. Oh, I do too. I wish I was still watching it. I'm ready to anyway. go. Oh, okay, I am too. Oh shit, I almost dropped the beer. Cheers. Okay, here we go. Ooh, this one is like almost like chocolatey. Whoa, this is like not hoppy at all. Wow, that's not what I expected. What? It's actually surprisingly what, good. I, what I'm, kind I'm of beer it. was it? Was it again? It's an IPA. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's an IPA, but it's very, very, very malty and not bitter at all. Wow. Okay, that's not bad. That's pretty good. It's PG. PG, huh? PG, pretty good. Okay. What about you? I um. I think my taste buds have uh, have changed a little bit. This is not, um, or unless this is just not that that gross of a beer, but this ain't bad. I, it's it's um, it's a little like fruity almost, and big gulps. That that aftertaste isn't. It's there, but it's kind of like drinking like a like a like an easy IPA, something that's that's there, but not overpowering. So that, but yours is a hef. Maybe this I know, but like that taste isn't overpowering in this beer, like it is in like a hoe garden. Mm. So maybe this is the same as a hoe garden. I just haven't had these in a while. So maybe I'm I'm changing. I don't know. I'm evolving. But this ain't bad. But a hoe garden's a Belgian ale. This is right? uh, You said this is like a German hef. Yeah. But Hoe Garden yeah. still has that aftertaste that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean that's 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 what I don't like. That's like my that's like my Achilles heel of beer. I hate that taste. It's fucking gross. Okay. 
All right. But this ain't Fair bad. enough. This ain't I'm bad. I'm glad you like it. I'm glad you're you're finally evolving. I mean, it's it's been a slow process, but you're 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 getting there with the evolution. I'm I'm constantly changing, you know. I'm not like stat. I I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly evolving. I'm constantly doing some self-reflection and saying, "Is this still as good as I thought it was?" And every single time, yes. It's a shame that we are not all like that. But nobody's perfect. I'm perfect. Well, Thank you, still you very think much. Mayor Pond's like the best beer ever, but that's completely false. Oh my false. god, you're so dramatic. But yeah, it is. Mirror Pond is the best beer. Like yeast. Um. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Should we find that? I'm gonna find that. You should find that clip. I'm gonna put for it on context. Clip. Find that clip yeah. for context. Clip for context. C for C. CFC. Okay, so. If nobody out there knows, we're referencing Brooklyn Nine-Nine and one of the, the intros to the show and uh, Boyle's stupid joke. So, I mean, you can't watch the video, obviously, so here's the audio. Hey there, Boyle. How was your weekend? Well, actually, I got a little sick. Oh, really? Sorry to hear that, man. Yeah. Bullets Over Broadway was on TV. I came down with a big old Diane Weist infection. Like yeast. <laughs> and if you watch his face, the excitement is just oh, that is so good. I I actually found the video too, and I I did it on the same time, so I got to watch it and listen to it at the same time. God, that's so good. That, that's maybe like one of the funniest oh. things in that show. That and the vindicated part. Oh, the vindicate vindication. That was, oh my God. But the yeast, yeah, man, that was good. (laughs) That was excellent. Oh boy. Okay, so what are you going to rate your, um, (laughs) what are you going to rate your beer? Um, As of right now, I'm going to give it probably a 2.25. Okay, that's high. Yeah. Much higher than I thought you'd give it. Uh, So if you don't know our, our point system, our rating system is is based on three points. Uh, three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer you're going to tell everyone about. One is a bad beer, but it's good to try at least once. And then zero is just, you know, utter horse shit. Don't ever bother with it. So I'm going to give this one just a solid two. It's good. Solid two. I mean, I might go back to it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to look for it. It's not like a Mirror Pond or a Hop Stupid or a Budweiser or something Mirror like Pond's you know? not that good. But it is. It's not. You need to, you need to, you know, check you need to shut you your fucking yourself. mouth. All right. So are we good with our fearless beer review? Yeah. Why? why? Our, oh yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, everybody. We got to, we have, we've gotten to our, uh, Spotify 2019 wrapped. Um, last year I didn't really use Spotify a lot. So my, my stats were kind of skewed. But this year, all I use is Spotify, except for podcasts. That was the only thing. Uh, but So I use Spotify only for music, and um, Jeff did the same. So here we go. Let's get into this real quick. I know uh, some listeners of the pod, friends of the pod, want to know what our, uh, what our top fives are. Top fives are for, the, um, for uh, 2019. Why? Stop playing music. Well, it's, you know. I guess we, I mean, so mine starts off with, in 2019, your sound changed with the seasons. Does, does yours do that yeah. too? Yes. 
Okay, I think that was a, that was a spike right there. Yeah, so mine starts off with uh, my musical taste changed with the seasons. We can just skip that because that just sounds dumb. Yeah, it does. And then it goes into my number one artist of the year. Yes, one lucky artist was your number one. Yeah. Should we? Should we? Should we do the number one, or should we go count down from five to one? Uh, no, just do the number one because it, it makes sense for at least okay. at least for me. But um, I think mine makes sense too. My number one artist, I listened to them for 15 hours, it says, this year, and that's Blink. Okay. And I think, Wait, where are you getting the, the hours from? It, I don't know. It says you spent 15 hours listening to them. Just keep watching it. It'll, it'll do it. But that's, okay. I mean, don't forget, that stems from a lot. We did four Blink podcasts this year, which we ranked the albums every single time. Yeah, that's true. And then we also did Angels and Airwaves, and then we did Plus 44. And so, I mean, obviously, I'm going to go back and listen to a little bit of Blink. So yeah, I... True. I don't know if yours is kind of the similar, but mine is definitely my whole like 2019 wrapped is curated towards not only what we've done on the podcast, but also later on it's going to be my, when I, when I started drumming, I've made a playlist <laughs> and clearly those songs are all on my top songs. So yeah. My number Wait, one how is many, Blink. How many hours did you listen to Blink? Uh, how Blink do you listen to? Uh, hold on a second. It's 15. 15 hours? Yeah. Okay. So, my number one artist, drum roll. That's a good drum roll. I know. <laughs> is Bleak 182. <laughs> they are my number one as well. But hours spent listening, 72. What? 72 hours of listening to Bleak 182. <laughs> yeah, I know. How is that possible? When you, when you told me 15 hours, I was uh, I was kind of embarrassed. <laughs> How is that? Yeah, 72? 72 hours. Yeah, 72 hours. That's essentially like listening to what's 72 times two? 72 uh, I, hours. Oh, times so like 140. 60. That's like listening four, to 140 of their albums. You, you listen roughly. to Blink for 4,320 minutes. <laughs> if you divide that by 30 minutes, it's about an album. You listen to their albums 144 times. I know. And, that just and seems also, so high. And, and think about it too. Like, I, most of these listens aren't from their, their two albums with Matt Ski, but these are like all Tom era Blink. So you probably yeah, listen to neighborhoods I, for seventy I of those did. hours. And I then, probably did listen to I've neighborhoods is yeah is definitely up there. Okay. So so yeah, Blink One Eighty Two are my number one. The seventy two hours this year. Um. So so the next one here we have our top artists. Uh, you want to go first or what do you want to do? Um. Yeah, I'll go first. My number one's Blink. Like like I said, number two is Weezer. That's surprising. Uh, I listen to. I mean, I know you. Like I always Weezer listen to a lot bit. of Weezer. Especially for that week that we did it. I mean, that was just nothing but Weezer. And then number three is The Misfits for me. Oh, my God. Number four is AFI. The number five is The Offspring. Oh, AFI is really high for you. Yeah. But I guess that's due to the pod. But uh, Okay, so number two for me, or one is Blink. Uh, number two is The Smashing Pumpkins. Just been listening to a ton of them. Uh, three is AFI. Four is corn, and five is Slipknot. Uh, I think four. I think corn and Slipknot are so high on this right now, just because they both put out new albums this year. So you know, not only listening to the new albums, but also going back and listening to a lot of their old albums. I think that really led to those being so high. But yeah, so Blink, Smashing Pumpkins, AFI, Corn, and Slipknot for me. I feel like next those year, top five. Rage is going to be on our top list. Maybe I don't know. We'll see, man. We'll see. So. Do you want to do the world citizen thing yeah. when it comes to Just your do music? Every, do okay, everything. So, 
All right. So I listened to artists from 32 different countries from around that's the world. That's a lot. Yeah. That's su- actually, that's su- surprisingly 31 more than I thought that you would get. <laughs> You're such an idiot. <laughs> so like, for example, Ghost is from Sweden. Uh, Pink Floyd from the UK. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Hurry up. Some yeah, 41 that's, that's from Canada. That's online too. Uh, Rammstein from Germany. And I think that'll be it for this slide. Oh, and Ariana Grande from okay. the United States. <laughs> I don't know why of all the artists she comes up for my uh, United States one, but yeah. So, How many countries um, for you? Mine, I'm at 42 countries. Holy shit. I'm, I can't <laughs> believe you beat me. Please. By 10. I'm, I'm surprised it's even that low. But again, some 41 Canada. My, my America was Taylor Swift. Um, Armin Van Buren from the Netherlands. The Whalers oh from gosh. Jamaica. And then uh, ACDC from Australia. That was the last one that it popped up. All right. Well, the next one we have here is uh, You Were Genre Fluid. Um, Yeah. uh, I got my my highest one was uh, alternative metal. I don't don't like that that term, alternative metal. And then there was rock, punk, dance pop, and then hip-hop. Hey, you had hip-hop on there? Mine was actually pretty... Yeah, hip hip hop was at the lowest point, but wow. it's still on there. So I was surprised that dance pop and hip hop, but I think dance pop was on there really because of like I listened to a lot of Aqua. So that's that okay. might be why that's up. There. Well, my number one. What yeah. do you think it is? I mean, it has to be pop punk. Oh, every time pop punk, baby. The pop punk of ska. Yeah, it's so much ska. The ska's not even up here. But my number one's pop punk. Number my number two is rap, and then alternative metal, dance pop, and then punk. Okay, I'm punk is so low. Do, but do we do like a dance pop or something? Like when the fuck? Yeah, do I don't I, know. Oh, it's probably because your playlist. Playlist? What playlist? That you made? Oh, that's that huge right. Playlist yeah. you made. That's the probably why. Yeah, that has to be in it because I yeah I, I listen to that one a lot too. But yeah, so that must have been it. That that makes sense. Um, okay. so these are the songs that uh, I loved most. So. Hold on. I think it, on this slide itself, it'll pick random ones. Yeah, it if will. you keep scrolling, it'll eventually tell you which, like going from the top to bottom, it'll tell you your favorite songs. But if you go over two slides, it'll tell you if you've been, or like how many people you've discovered or whatever for, throughout the year. It'll say, like, thanks for being a member since whatever. Okay. Wait. People I've discovered, I don't have that slide. So it'll say, like, thank, 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 thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That one. And then it says, thanks for being a member since whatever. Oh, okay. And then it'll say, yeah. do you see the last oh, slide there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you've discovered 449 new artists this year. Oh, that's a lot. Um, but you really vibed with Murder Dolls. Hmm. Fucking I guess I'm, Murder Dolls. I mean, I've been a huge fan of them for since they started, but yeah, I guess, I guess Spotify well, You may have like that. just started listening to them on, on Spotify, Spotify yeah. this year. Yeah, I mean, I had to have been it. Yeah, so there you go. That's mine. And I, it says I explored 36 of their songs, listened to three of their albums, and spent over five hours with them. I mean, they only have two albums, so I don't know why they put three, but that's okay, too. <laughs> I guess one of them is a deluxe album, so maybe I listened to the deluxe and the, the regular version, but okay, whatever. So what about you? What do you got? Uh, I've discovered 530 this year, but I really vibed with the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. And spent over five hours with them. That's it. That seems so low for both of these. Yeah, but I guess if it's over five hours, it could be anything. I mean, we only we only did Wu Tang like two months ago, though, eh, and that was like the first time that I ever really listened to them. Yeah, that's true. I guess. 
Um, so the so the next one, yeah, we don't really care about that one. But the one here, we've spent some serious quality time together. You want to do that slide next? Yeah. Okay. So should we count down from because the earliest year is 2015? Yeah. So tw- in 2015, I uh, I spent 488 minutes uh, listening to music. Uh, 2016 jumped up to 2,352. 2017 over 9,000. 2018 jumped to 15 over 15,000. And this year, 2019, I spent 55,443 minutes listening to music. That's a lot. Yeah. So I actually thought it was going to be higher, but my 15 was 9,000. My 16 was 18, and then 12,000, and then 13,000. And then this year, 2019, I'm at 21,000. Woof. Dang, man. <laughs> I like almost tripled you. I know. <laughs> that's crazy. And mo- like half of that's probably blink for me. Oh, shit. <laughs> Not like a good quarter of yours. <laughs> it's like probably 25% it's... of your listening this year was blink 182. It was probably like half of it was blink, 25% of it was smashing pumpkins. And then the other 25% was everything else. That's crazy. Honestly, that's probably what it was. That's I, nuts. I, I listened to a ton of pumpkins this year. I got so obsessed with them. Okay. Um, we're going to do the music that defined our decade? Yeah. Because these, right, these are so hilarious 2011. I know. This is kind of shocking. But mind you, I didn't use Spotify all that much uh, until this year. But So 2011, my top song was Rock and Roll, We'll Take You to the Mountain by Skrillex. That's kind of appropriate. Uh, my top artist was No Effects for 2011. What was your 2011? Uh, same. My top artist was No Effects, and my top song was uh, Linoleum. Lino- oh, okay. Yeah, I guess I was in a very uh, punk and drublick mood that year. Clearly. And then uh, 2012, my top song was Ghost on the Dance Floor by Blink, and my <laughs> top artist was Corn in 2012. So I guess that's kind of no surprise there. Fucking Ghost on the Always with the Neighborhoods. I know, man. I and uh, na- well, neighborhoods well, came out in 2011, I think, right? So I mean, that's kind of that's right. So what about you? What uh, how does your 2012 look? My top song for 2012 was "Harder Than You Think" by Public Enemy, and my top artist was Goldfinger's "Goldfinger." <laughs> <laughs> okay, my 2013. Uh, it says my top song is "Christmas Card." Oh, but I don't know who that's by. I love Christmas it? card. I don't fucking know. <laughs> I, I don't know either. I don't know who that's by, but it says that's my top song. Can you um, do you recognize the album it, cover? Well, it says Jimmy World Clarity, but I don't. Is there a song on there called Christmas Card? I don't remember Christmas. Card. I don't think there is. Yeah, so it, it's a little confusing. So yeah, it says Christmas Card. I mean, maybe I just listened to mostly Christmas music that year on Spotify. I don't know. Um, but but my top artist is Jimmy World. So for 2013, dang Christmas yeah. card. What, what the? F- I know. I think that's Jimmy Rold's song, but I don't remember that being on Clarity. Um, Maybe it must be a bonus track, but then I don't know why that would be a top song because, like I said, I've never heard of it. I think it just took whatever song you listened to the most. Whatever. Well, I don't know. Uh, 2013 for me, my top artist was All Get Out, and my top song was Lucky Bastard, and that was a band that uh, old old roommate Kevin introduced me to. And even today, I can't get enough of that song. All the Lucky Bastard. That song is so fucking cool. What is that? I don't even recognize it. Um, it's just kind of like a like an indie kind of pop punk band. I'll get out and and the song Lucky Bastard. Maybe I'll choose it for my next week's pick so you can listen to it. Yeah. But it's damn good. All right. Well, 2014, 
Uh, my top song is "This Love" by uh, Bob Marley and the Wailers. What? And my uh, yeah, I know, weird, right? Uh, my top artist for 2014 is Misfits. So that's definitely kind of weird, I guess, for my 2014. Okay. But what do you got? So for 2014, my top song. Okay, so this came at a time where Renee and I shared a Spotify account for like a year and a half. So my top artist of 2014 is Bless the Fall. <laughs> and my top song is a song by Bless the Fall, which is it's like a long ass fucking name. But I don't really care about it. Uh, that's lame. But she's one of those people that when she hears like a song, that's all she listens to for like months. Like I'll repeat <laughs> over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. Um, twenty fifteen for me. My uh, my top song for that year was "Table for Glasses" by Jimmy World. Ooh. And my top artist is Ratatat for twenty fifteen. Weird. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I I remember getting really obsessed with Ratatat at the time. But yeah, that was that's my twenty fifteen. Okay, uh, twenty fifteen for me. My top artist is a day to remember. And my top song is a song by Falling in Reverse called The Drug in Me Is You. And I still think that's a good song. I don't give a fuck. So <laughs> it's like a stupid rap metalcore song. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, and that dude's an asshole. Ronnie, Ronnie Radke. Ronnie Radke. Yeah. yeah. Fucking dumb shit. Uh, 2016. My top song is a song called Tran- Transcendence by Animals as Leaders. And my top artist of 2016 was Blink 182. So, surprised to see the the Animals as Leaders one, but this was this was 2016. You said, yeah, that was 2016. Dang, Blink 182, top artist for 2016, huh? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's that's fine because um, my top artist for 2016. Mm-hmm. It's also Blink-182. There you go. <laughs> and my top song go. is Bored to Death. <laughs> oh, my God. So lame. Uh, okay, so 2017. We're nearing the end here. 2017, my top song is called Ticketron by Run the Jewels. And uh, my top artist is, believe it or not, Blink-182 <laughs> for 2017. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? What do you got for 2017? Uh, 2017, you probably remember this, but I was obsessed with that song Mama's Boy by Chromio. Oh, yeah. That song sucks. Which I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, which I still absolutely fucking love that song, and that's also on my drum playlist. So my top uh, song for uh, 20, what are you on, 17? 17, yeah. 2017 is Mama's Boy by Chromio, and my top oh. artist for 2017 is Goldfinger again. Man. We must that, 2017 must have when we must have been when we did those two Goldfinger records on the pod, like the two weeks we spent doing Goldfinger. That must have been why it yeah. was so high. Uh, 2018, moving on to that year, my top song is uh, "Solara" from Smashing Pumpkins. This was like when I started to really get into pumpkin. The Pumpkins was last year, uh, but my top artist is Turnstile. So that's kind of a jump from Blink to Turnstile. There you go. Yeah. There you go. There you go. That's Not it. That's complaining. It. Not complaining. So what do you right. got for 2018? 2018, top artist, Blink-182. Okay. Um, and my top song of 2018 was Santa Monica by Everclear. Oh. oh, okay. I guess that makes sense. We did a lot of Everclear. It just came out like a really weird time in, in my personal life. And that yeah. song was, I played that song constantly. 
Yeah. Um. So 2019. This year, we've, we've we've reached the end. 2019. This is the year that I spent fifty over fifty five thousand minutes listening to music. Most of it being Blink, probably, or a lot of it being Blink. Uh. So my top. I'll tell you my top artist. We already know it's Blink One Eight Two. It's Blink, but my top song is "Ghost on the Dance Floor" by Blink One Eight Two. Wait, wasn't that your top song already for a prior year? I think I think it, I think it was like my top song in twenty twelve. Yeah. Oh my god, that song is like not even like the best song by any means on that album. You know what I think it is? I think it's because it's the first song on the album. So, you know, you start the album, but then I might not have got all the way through it. Or, or if you, you know, shuffle only the it. album, you always, you still start at the first one just by habit. Yeah. That or, and also I think, well, Ghost on the Dance Floor is always on my, my, like my main playlist. So it, it gets played all the time. So yeah, that's my top song, right Ghost on. on the Dance Floor. All right. All right. That's a fucking good song though. Fuck man. That's a, such a banger. I don't like that song that much, to be honest. Oh, it's so fucking good. Like it's definitely in the bottom tier of neighborhoods for me. That's crazy. I, I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. All right. All right. Well, um, yeah. all right. So what do you got for 2019? Top artist, Blink. We already said that. My top song for 2019, um, this is twofold. This song is on my drum playlist. And also, I just think this song is fucking fabulous and phenomenal. But it's by Silverstein. It's called uh, The Afterglow. <sighs> Silverstein. It's like a perfect oh. pop punk song. Like Absolutely perfect. And uh. they even did an acoustic version. Doesn't make it good. For God's sakes, Tyler! Like they made this song for me. They they knew what I liked. They knew what I wanted, and they did it. Well, I'm, I'm making notes okay. right now. Both my picks next week are going to be these these songs that you don't like or you haven't heard, like the "I'll Get Out" song. <laughs> okay, so what is your uh, what is your artist of the decade? Oh, dude, come on. I think based on the, my top bands, you can pretty much guess it's either going to be Goldfinger or Blink, right? Because my top artists of the years have been, I think it was like two Blink, two Goldfinger, three whatever. But yeah, Blink for the the top band of the decade. Yeah, minus two. Blink one eighty two is my artist of the decade. You know what makes me makes me mad though is that whenever Blink comes up like on these slides, it's a current Schemes. picture of the band. So Matt, so Matt's in it. But that's like it, it it upsets me because that's not the Blink I'd like. That's not the Blink I listened to. The Blink I listened to was the Tom era Blink. They're stuck uh, in the past. I just like listening to good music. That's what it comes down to. Sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, so the last slide here, this kind of this sums up, you know, everything. Because we didn't really talk about our top songs of the year, of this year. Actually, we didn't talk about that at all. We just talked about our top artists. Uh, my top songs, uh, number five is Wishing Well by Blink-182. See, that song's better than Ghosts. <laughs> Uh, for sure barely uh number four is after midnight by blink 182 oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking neighborhoods <laughs> oh it's so good my my number three is silvery sometimes ghosts by uh smashing pumpkins my number two is solara by the smashing pumpkins and my number one like i said is ghost on the dance floor by blink so all neighborhoods and all uh Smashing pumpkins there. Okay, so there you go. All right, my uh, my my top songs going downward. Number five, Buddy Holly by Weezer. That's on my drum playlist. What? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, these are all on my drum playlist. So they, they, it kind of sucks because I wish. I think next year I'm gonna make like a playlist and just do it on YouTube. 
maybe. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, because, so it doesn't affect your stats on here. Because I, w- I would like to know, because I for sure I thought Misfits, especially like Angel Fuck, would have been on my top five songs. Because I, I still, I constantly listen to that song. But just knowing that I did listen to this playlist like every single day for, I mean, even still, like I still lis- do this almost every single day and play the drums. So that's why these songs are higher than they should be. But anyway, number four, In Too Deep by Some 41 drum playlist. Number three, mm-hmm. Ohio, Come Back to Texas by Bowling for Soup. Oh. That's on my drum playlist. And then my top two, I go back and forth of which ones I start with when I start to play mm-hmm. the drums. But usually I start with this one, and that's Love Story by Taylor Swift. Oh, my God. It's just, it's so, it's such like an easy song to play in the drums. And it's so, it's slow enough to where you can mm-hmm. practice like fills and stuff for like beginners yeah. like me. But it's fast enough to where it's not fucking like super boring. Okay. All right. And the number one is the Afterglow Silverstein. Fuck, man. What a top five we both of us had. Sure. Both wildly different. Both wildly different. Shit. So, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it for our uh, Spotify uh, 2019 wrapped up. Do you got anything else to say or should we move on to the, uh, to the rest of the show? What do you think, Jeff? So I'm, I mean, just real quick, I'm looking at the best of the decade for you that Spotify did, and it's not necessarily the most songs I've I've listened to. It's just it says a few of the many great songs from the past ten years in a playlist tuned for you, and so it has bands like The Strokes, Green Day, um, fuck, dude, that's about it that I can just see out the, out the top of my head. But Blink's on there. And is bored to death. Green Day's on there with Bang Bang. The Strokes are on there with Under the Cover of Darkness. Like, these aren't even fucking songs I would listen to. Prophets of Rage are on here now. Like, this Dude. is so stupid. That's gross. Foo Fighters on here twice already. Oh, you love the Foos. I would, I would be curious to see how much I've listened to the Foo Fighters in the past, like, 10 years. God, I wish there were stats on that, too. Love stats. That'd be cool. That'd be so cool. Yeah, stats are awesome. Stats and lists, baby. I live uh. for them. <laughs> No, and we have more coming up, oh, but God. not on this not not on this portion of the pod on the on the on the meat and potatoes of the pod, the album of the week pod. Uh fuck, man. Let's let's just uh, let's just jump right into our songs of the week. That sound good? Yeah. All right. So songs of the week. Songs of the week. Man, we're getting into this so late into the show. I know. But, uh, I I I had to bring two picks into this. Uh, I had to bring two songs onto this episode just because I was still kind of on a Deftones high uh, at the end of the last pod. But then I also kind of wanted to pick a song that was kind of related to our album of the week in a weird way. Um, so I guess we could do because I have two. You only you have one. So maybe I play mine first and then you play yours and then mine again. Sure. Mine last. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. So like I said, coming off my Deftones high of last week, I went with uh, Chino Moreno's one of his side bands called Team Sleep and their song King Diamond. So here's uh here's a little bit of that one for your your listening pleasure. Thank you. 
How do you like that one, Jeff? My voice just cracked too. No. How do you feel about that one? That was good. That I mean, you like that? Yeah, I listened oh, to the whole album too, and the whole album was good. It's sick, right? Yeah, oh, it was so good. So much better than the Deftones. No, 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 yes, no, 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 I know the band, but I don't. I'm not really familiar with it. So, oh, okay. He's like this really chaotic player, but he like he like completely played really restrained and normal here. But it's really really good. I I love this album and this song. This is my favorite song on this record. This is the only record they have. Uh, they have a they have another one, but it's not on Spotify. Um, and it it has it has a few of the same songs, but overall, it's it's a whole new album. Yeah, I don't know why it's not on Spotify. If it's not on Spotify, it doesn't count. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. True. That's the case. But yeah, that's uh, that's Team Sleep and the song um, King Diamond. So what do you got, Jeff, for your uh, for your pick this week? Uh, my pick this week is, is this band called Green Jelly. And okay. uh, the song I chose is actually... Um, just the frontman singer, only consistent member of Green Jelly, and another band called Pudge, who I didn't find too much about Pudge, but they're from Wisconsin and they're kind of like another rock group. Uh, but Green Jelly kind of has an interesting past. Uh, Green Jelly formed in 1981, and they were originally called Green Jello, but they had to change it because Kraft sent them a. They basically were sued by Kraft and said that you need to stop that because they, they made the name Green Jello because they thought, what's the shittiest flavor of Jello? And that was the lime green one. And so at all their concerts and stuff, they always had a band that would say, like, Green Jello sucks or Green Jello is shit. But um, they're like a comedy rock group. And um, they've also been sued by Kellogg and Metallica. What the fuck? Yeah, they got. Who, wait, who was the who was the consistent member in this band? Um, his name is is Speak or something like that. I don't know. I didn't write it down. Okay, but I mean, he, they're not. I don't know. They're they're popular, kind of, but not really well, popular. How, how did you even find out about this band? It, I've never heard of them. It was just in my my weekly Spotify playlist. I, oh, like your discovered thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but some of their earlier shows that they played in like the eighties, they they had to reimburse a lot of the venues for money because of damages. For instance, at one show at the YMCA, they stained the carpet with fake blood. So they had to pay for that to be cleaned. Another show they played fans ransacked a kitchen for ice cream sandwiches. Oh my God. And then threw the ice cream sandwiches at the band. (laughs) (laughs) And apparently, early on in their in their career, they were banned from the same venue in New York twice. They had went under the guise of another of another band, much like the Sex Pistols did, and and they na- they renamed their band something else, played at the same venue, and then got banned again for the same thing, which was smashing TVs with a sledgehammer on stage. <laughs> what the fuck? These guys That's so weird. They, they just sound so like insane. And I, I, another story I read which I, I saw on multiple sites, but it was not, nothing like concrete. But supposedly they opened up for the Ramones in 84, and there was mm-hmm. so much jello and whipped cream thrown at them oh that it also covered the Ramones gear behind Green Jello's gear. 
And Joey had went on to say that they were the worst band to ever open for the Ramones. <laughs> Love so it. Good. Yeah, that's fantastic. I didn't know any of that backstory, but here's the uh, here's the song "Marty the Weirdo" by uh, by Green Jelly. There it is, Marty the Weirdo by Green Jelly. <laughs> Dude, like some of their earlier stuff is is. I mean, this is much slower, a little more, a little more like um, I don't know, hard rock ish. Yeah, yeah. Some of the earlier stuff, especially their third album, I think it's called Serial Killer. Um, it's a lot more like punk influenced. Oh, okay. And another funny story about that album, it was because uh, that album kind of. They they broke through a little bit with success, and that was in 1991. And they they went to BMG Music, which I think is a subsidiary for Universal. I think so, yeah. But they asked them for fifty thousand dollars, and they're gonna do an entire album and do a music video for every single song on the album <laughs> for fifty grand. And that that's just I mean that's that's impossible. You can't do it. Yeah. But they did it. The and they released Serial Killers, the soundtrack, and then also like the video for every, like 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 the video was almost like a story, but yeah. They also released a soundtrack with it for 50k. But the biggest oh thing God. about this band is that and then I was like combing through some of the Reddit um pages and a lot of people think that there may never have been Tool, the band Tool without this band. Because this is when Maynard and Danny met each other, and they never would have Ooh. met, supposedly, had it not been for, I think, Maynard with this guy, and then they found, they, they lived like above Danny, or vice versa, and they got together and they made serial killers, and that's how Maynard and Danny met, and thus eventually Damn. went on to form Tool. So had they never been in this band together, they, they may never have met. Tool may never have formed if it wasn't for these guys. Man, I wish they hadn't been at that show. <laughs> I wish they had not been at that show. We would have saved so much time, you know. Not listening to Tool like we already yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's just crazy to think, though. Like, a guy like Maynard was in a, a group like this. Yeah, that he actually was having, like, what looks like fun. <laughs> yeah, you know? it looks like he's having fun. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
I mean, overall though, that I, the song was was okay to me. I like. I mean, all the stories you told me, I think they're fantastic. They're great. But the song, that song right there, it was just it was whatever. It wasn't bad. It's just not my my thing. That that kind of like sludgy kind of rock. I, I just I can't get into it. It's a lot more punk influence, like I said, their earlier albums. And uh, they actually hooked up with Guar when they moved to L.A. from Buffalo. And Guar taught them how to not use chicken wire for their costumes, but like a rubber material instead so they don't oh. get cut up so much. Because they were using chicken wire for like a decade prior. And obviously chicken <laughs> wire is yeah, it's going to slice you up. All right. All right, all right. All right. Well, there's Jeff's pick. My final pick is a little more directly related. Not directly, but it's more related to uh, our album of the week. Uh, I went with The Strokes, and really the only song by them that I really actually like. Oh, my God, you're crazy. Because The Strokes are not very good at all. They're not a very good band. They're insane. I, I don't care. They're just not good. I don't really like them. But uh, their song, Juicebox, that song, that song's a banger. So, uh, so here's a little bit of that right now. my pick my second and final pick the strokes and their song juice box <laughs> that's a banger though right yeah Come it's on. a great song i like the strokes at least i mean i shouldn't say <sighs> i like all of the strokes i've i've only really really listened to is this it and um room on fire but is this it dude that's a good fucking album not really man i you're crazy it's got so many bangers just, is this it? i don't Soma, like that Sunday, style of music I, night, hard to explain come on now no man i, I can't get into it i don't like i don't like julian's voice and I, th- I think overall the music is just very boring garage rock and i just don't like i don't like that that style of vocals that kind of lazy pretentious sounding voice i just don't like it there's nothing really that unique about it and it's just ugh, gross but this song like has energy like it sounds like the band having fun you know for once in their life they always so. have fun no they're a song like last about? night a song like last night, one of the most boring fucking songs in the world. Ah, no, you're crazy. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's just they're not a very good band. They're so fucking overrated. I I wouldn't say that at all. They just unfortunately came. I shouldn't even say came out, but like the whole the bands. Oh we'll probably God. talk about it a little bit later. But like the White Stripes, the Vines, the Strokes, and the Hives, the Led Zeppelins. No, you come on. In the early 2000s, there was this huge explosion of these indie garage rock bands. 
which is weird because the white stripes actually the hives were before all of the bands all of those four bands and then the white stripes and then the strokes and then the hives or then the vines the vines yeah the vines are the worst i almost picked the vines as one of my uh my my songs of the week but went against it they have two good songs but other than that yeah they they're not good and those are the two singles off that one record well ride and uh no get free and the song get free and the song out of the way you only ride there's there's I don't know if I I don't remember that song. Ride with me, ride with me. That's that's the vine. Oh, uh, you sure that's the vine? Oh, you I'm like sure. that song, huh? No, no, I don't. Yeah, you do. I don't like that song, but I don't think that was the vine. That's the vines. Is I don't fuck. Who cares? Who, ca- I who care. gives a fuck? You care. The what? Who cares? Strokes are cool. Check them out. Juice box is good. Juice box is good, but the strokes aren't good. I know there's no um, singing or chugging, but it's still it's, there's still there a cool band. Need, oh, there's still so a cool dumb. band. You're so dumb. You're dumb. You're so dumb. You're so dumb. Oh, this is foreshadowing. What's 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 to come over here? <laughs> Arctic monkeys. One out of three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you'll be surprised. I don't know. We'll Doubt see. It. Um. Okay. Let, let, let's let's get through this stuff really quick. Uh. There are two songs. Okay. So, only really one new album release came out this week that I thought would be interesting to talk about, and that is uh the Who. The Who put out a new record called Who, and um. I think it's our first record in like 15 or 16 years. And uh, I listened to a few songs. I mean, it's okay. It's not great. It's not bad. Meh, whatever. Uh, So yeah, they put out a new album. Um, Some new songs. I do want to play two of these songs that we're going to talk about. Uh, And then Jeff, if you want to stop me along the way and want to play a song that I don't want to play, let me know because I'll play it. Uh, The first one here is uh, Blink-182. They put out a a Christmas song called "Not a, Not Another Christmas Song," and uh, it's actually it's surprisingly not as bad as I thought it was going to be. And well, you, I think, do you want to play this song? I do want to play it. Okay, so out of these three songs that Blink did, this is the worst one. No, this is not the worst. Oh, yeah. No. Yes. Okay. Let Let's play Let Let's play the this this not a Christmas song, not another Christmas song by uh, by Blink because you can hear that double pedal. But anyway, here's uh here here's that. The stupid song. There's some new Blink for you. A new Blink song that came out this week. So, why do you think this is the worst one? 
out of the three that we're going to be talking about right now. I mean, we. Which other ones do you want to play? Well, the the other <laughs> song, the other song I want to play is not a Blink song. So. Oh! So like putting away your your only liking Blink, chugging and screaming aside, if you look at the three Blink songs that kind of were Blink songs that came out, there's the Blink One Eighty Two song, this one that we just heard, the Chainsmokers featuring Blink. P.S. I hope you're happy, and the XXX Tentacion song. It's all <laughs> fading to black. This this bling song just sounds like more boring shit from California and Nine, mm-hmm. and so I, I it's cool that they're still gonna do like a bling thing. But again, if you're not gonna have any kind of tune to it, because there's really no tune to this song whatsoever. There's not really now. The melody sucks. And then if you're only gonna have the Skeebs do like backup harms, then it's just dude. I'm so tired of this shit. I'm so fucking tired of. As a song, well, also- I don't like this. Now, if we're moving forward to the Chainsmokers and XXX Tentacion, those songs at least there's some substance to them. Even though I think that Blink right now is a complete just knockoff of their former self, and I'm I'm pretty much done with Blink. I'm fucking just absolutely tired of them. I'm just tired of all their music, like everything they've done. I'm just I'm tired of no, them. I haven't listened to no. any Blink at all this week. I'm just I'm no. so done with them. I'm no, you so still like irritated. neighborhoods. You still like you still like neighborhoods. I don't think I'll listen to Blink for like at least like a couple of months, probably. Oh, you're nuts, man. I just I, I can't. So I mean, let's go to like the XXS Tentacion song first. Mm. Yes. And then we'll talk let's about that. that and then beat that one to death. And so okay. th- like as had you not known anything about this dude? I think his name's like uh, Anofri or some shit. His real name XXX. I don't. I have no idea. The guy is a is a complete scumbag, right? He's just he's awful. He's an awful human being, or he was an awful human being. No. And so I I, I think just for Blink, who are so in who are so like um I don't know pro like LGBT in that realm, for them to do a song with a guy who was caught like beating his beating his pregnant girlfriend kicking her punching her all these things and then later pled not guilty and then later on was caught on a secret tape actually admitting to it for them to do a song for him i think is just absolutely pathetic it's so sad on on so many levels mhm yep and the song itself is not like that bad if you kind oh, of dude, it's bad. Well, because you don't, bad. you don't, you only like chugging, screaming, and blink. <sighs> so if you take into into consideration the fact that this is what like emo hip hop is transitioning into, it's not like a bad collaboration. It's a little weird to kind of get behind at first, but this is what it is. This is this is where we're evolving with that emo hip hop. That doesn't make it good. It is good. No, it's not. You just don't like it because there's no chugging, screaming, oh, and it's not just straight dude. up blink. Like again. Set aside your biases for one second. I, I, it's hard. I know it's hard. Just set, I know, as, I know what set you're aside doing. your preconceived trying... biases for one second. Just think like, okay, this is not a Blink song. This is not a hip-hop song. This is not SoundCloud mumble rap. This is kind of something in the middle. This is something that when Pinkerton came out, people hated, but later on they loved. This is, this is just something that you, you need to like listen. And it's not a bad song. It's not a good song, but it's better than the fucking Not Another Christmas song. Like, holy shit. We've heard that. We've heard them do this multiple times, over and over, and we've heard them do it better. But we've never heard them kind of do like this. I. This is the thing that pisses me off about everything that 
that comes out when people try to be different. They say, oh, it's so good because it's different. No, just because something is different does not make it good. Like that, it's the stupidest fucking argument. Okay, nobody the says it's good. Sorry, I, I, I didn't mean it. You did. I don't you think did I said say it was it good. Was good. Yes, I, you did. I said it was better than not another Christmas song. No, you said it was good. I think you said it's rewind not, it. Everybody rewind I it think, and say you said this. I was think good. what actually happened was I said that it's not that bad, and then you said that doesn't make it good eventually, and then I said it is good. So I was just backpacking off of your argument. So no, you started you the believe false it's argument. Good. I don't think that it's no. good. It's not going on a playlist. So I don't think that it's a good song. Because it's bad. But it's, it's bad, definitely dude. better than not another Christmas song. Oh, but we can agree it's bad. It's not bad, no. Dude, shut the fuck up. It's bad. You dude. just don't so you don't bad. like any music except for chugging, screaming, and blink. That's it. But I you hundred percent know that's not true. I you're do hundred percent do know it's no, true. You're getting you're trying to get a rise out of me. I know what you're doing. You and Ryan both do this shit. Your top songs for like every year were blink, blink, blink. Doesn't blink, mean I blink, don't listen blink, to other things. Blink. So okay, so regardless, <laughs> it's so the same thing with you. Let's get past it's that. It's entirely the same thing with you, you dumbass. <laughs> Blink was like twice for me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was like Blink and Goldfinger. Those were like your your two for like the last ten years. Goldfinger's Goldfinger. Yeah, exactly. And, then the and chains- like one Goldfinger. And not only that, it's one Goldfinger record. It's not even like uh, it's their three. entire discography. Self-titled no Hangups and Stomping Grounds. Get out uh-huh. of here. Stomping Grounds is good. No, it's just not traditional Goldfinger, so I don't like it. Though. Doesn't mean it's good. Hey, no, it is good. Oh my god, dude! Here you go again. Saying just because it's different. Stomping. I never said Stomping Grounds was different. Oh my god, it's a little different. It's not straight ska. Continue. continue Goldfinger's continue. never done a straight ska album. I don't know where, you, know where you're haven't. getting this from. I never so. said they have. I never said they have. Stomping Grounds is good, but anyway, the Chainsmokers song featuring Blink is also a pretty decent song. I I dig that song. It was it's it was a, good. It's a decent pop song. If you think if you well you don't like. Chain smokers. I don't really. Not, I don't really not care chuggy, for Chuggy, screamy, or blink. So I just if, don't like that. If that you, type of EDM pop music. Yeah, because it's not it. chuggy, screamy, or blinky. So, oh my god! But dude. if you think of like this song as Your a chain smoker so song, so fast. featuring Blink, then it's actually a good song. It's a good chain smoker song. It's not a good Blink song because Blink's barely in it, and you could have taken everything out of that song that had to do with Blink except for Mark's vocals, and you never would have even noticed. Like Travis's drumming yeah. adds nothing to that song. Skiba's non-existent. So the only thing you're getting is just like a cameo by Mark. Yes, correct. But the song itself isn't bad. Meh. It's mediocre at best. You're just... I'm you're, not... I don't, you, I don't like There's no possible way you but can you know ever what, you know think what's crazy? something is but good you, if it's not in your realm of musical taste. No, that's, that's no 100% way. not true. I mean, look at, look at somebody like Billie Eilish. I think some of her music is really, really great. We just talked about but, how we don't like her. And nothing that we liked. No, was, I never said yes, that. Yes, we did. We I, did it like no, I did. like four or five episodes oh ago. Oh my god! You said that I didn't. I never yes, said I did. didn't like her. You said I said you I liked like her. I, and then you said that the the music no. that she that she has on her albums are better than her vocals. And then it come to find out because that she it didn't is. even do the music. It's like her brother or something that you said. I know. Okay. So you don't like Billie Eilish. I like some of her songs. Some of them are good. <laughs> oh but it, let me so let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish here. But what I said, I know what you're talking about. But what I said was. I can't listen to that type of whisper singing like continuously. Like I can only do like a little bit at a time because that's a hundred percent true. Like that kind of whisper singing, I normally do not like, but Billie Eilish, the the beats and the music makes it, it matches up well with that, that whisper vocals with that, that those whispers, that whisper singing. So you like Billie Eilish, which is not her. You I like, like some whatever, of her songs. You like, I like some the, of her songs. The music yeah. that her brother does. But and I her. like how her voice gotcha. blends with some of that music. Oh Absolutely. yeah. I think you're some of it's now. good. I think you're. I think you're reaching. No, I think. I think, I think you're, you're just. I, I think, think you're, you're grasping to, at straws here. No, you know I'm not. You know I'm not. And you're in California, so I, you don't even get straws. But I also so you're know, grasping at nothing. No, we still have straws. That you think of L.A., but 
Not us. Anyway, I know what you're doing. And you're not going to get that much of a rise out of me. Because I know you agree with me like on almost all of this stuff. But I, I know how you I know how you are. I, I knew coming into here that you would hate <laughs> the XXX song because it's hip hop related, so you would hate it. But and you know I know I like hip hop, but that's you, fine. Would, you don't like hip hop. And I knew you would but like you know the I Blink do. song the most just because it's Blink. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean what? What do you want me to say? I want you to say that You're the right. Blink song is fucking boring. Everything that you it, hated I about agree. California it's and nine. I agree, it is. That's what this song is. I know. And if they're not going to make another California or make another album like Nine, then they're just releasing this other bullshit like this. This is pathetic. This hey, is almost I, as pathetic as collaborating with a known pregnant wife beater like they did with XXX. It's not as bad as that. No. Not as bad as that at all. But I, I do agree I, that that Christmas song is mediocre at best. No, it's bad. It's best. not mediocre at best. It's bad. Okay. That's fine. I mean, I... I it, I don't really care for it. I'm probably never going to listen to it again unless it comes up like on a, like a blink playlist or something, you know, like I'm not going to go out of my way to go listen to that song. I downvote. If it came on a blink playlist, I downvote it. I dislike <laughs> it. I'd get it out of there. <laughs> They've never written a good Christmas song ever. Yeah, that's true. They haven't. That's correct. But let, let, let's move on. Cause we, we still got an album of the week to, to get into. Um, and I'm sure we'll be talking about blink in the coming weeks. Cause I feel like, Stuff is going to be changing in the Blink camp soon. I'm done with Blink. Um, I'm done. I'm, I'm so done. done. I'm done. Do you win? Deleting my Blink playlist. <laughs> okay. Um, the used they um they put out a new song called "Below Me," and I do want to play it. Uh, I feel like you and I talk a lot of crap on John Feldman. Like he is just he's been our punching bag for like the last three years. Um, but one of the few bands I feel that work. For some reason, I feel like they sound okay to good with Feldman at the helm. Is the used like there? I don't know what it is with that with the used and John Feldman, but for whatever reason, that mixture has always been just good, if not just okay. You know, so I'm gonna play the new song called uh, "Blow Me" by the Used. There's a new song from the used called Below Me. How do you feel about it, Jeff? 
That was a good Love song. Love it, hate it. No, that was good. You liked it? Yeah. Oh, I'm surprised. I'm very, very surprised. It had, it had a lot of things that I that I really like in songs. I mean, it was chaotic. The chorus kind of toned it down a little bit. It had a good bass line. It's good there stuff. There you go, man. I don't know what it is with this fucking band and John Feldman. Seriously, every album they've done, they've done two albums without Feldman. One of them was just fucking absolutely horrible. I forgot who the producer was. And then the last, their last album they did, their yeah, their latest one um, called The Canyon, I think it is. They Ross Robinson produced that record. And going in, I'm thinking, dude, Ross Robinson's gonna like get a great performance out of them. It's gonna be fucking great. But no, it's just straight fucking boring. Like, but then they go back to Feldman, and it's just you get this, and it's just what the fuck is going on with this band? How how does he still work well with this band? I don't I don't get it. I just don't get it. it makes no sense to me. Um, but. I mean, this could besides that Fever three 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 song three band. These this is like the more this is one of the if not the most chaotic band that he works with. Yeah. So I mean that could that could have something to do with it maybe. Maybe yeah, but I just I don't know. It's so weird. But you know, a band like Fever three three three, I would like to see that band work with somebody outside of Feldman. I feel like if they worked with Ross Robinson. Or Brendan O'Brien, or some somebody you know, that has like a more more like like production style for that kind of music. I feel like they could soar with a producer like that. I feel like Feldman's holding Fever Three 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 back with his like production techniques and the mixer he has mixing the record and all that kind of stuff. But I, I don't agree. know, man. With the used, I, I don't I don't know what he does with that band. But there you go. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Um, but yeah, speaking of Fever 333, they did put out another song called Vandals, obviously produced by um, Feldy himself. Uh, do you want Do you want to play that or no? Um, no, I don't really care to. But I did like the song. Yeah. I, I think it was a cool. I think it was a cool song. Yeah, it was okay. I feel like they're a much better band live than on uh, on record. Uh, the last two things we have here are from Pearl Jam. It seems like they they put out like several Christmas songs. Uh, so one of them was like Santa Gold or Santa God, and another one was a cover of Jingle Bells, and they're not very good. Jingle Bells was so bad, boring, yeah. lame, awful. The Santa God <laughs> was okay. Yeah, it's just not very good. I mean, we're not we're not big, uh, you know, Pearl and fans. Freely, but... it all got one, two, three. That was a Pearl Jam Jack Black's mix up. That was that was really dumb. <laughs> but yeah, if if you're interested, they put up some new songs, so go check it out. But we're not gonna play them. Uh moving on to some things going on in the music world. Uh Slipknot, they uh they played a show oh, they played a show down in Mexico, not Fest, down in Mexico, but they ended up having to cancel the show because fans rushed the barricade, it came up on stage, destroyed uh, Evidence, Evanescence were playing, were on the bill, and they destroyed some of their equipment, and so they ended up just canceling the show because the fans are really fucking stupid and they ruined it for everyone. So, sucks for them, you know. For all you people out there listening, don't rush the stage and destroy things because that's don't be a bad person. Uh, <laughs> oh, wusses. <laughs> Obi Trice. Obi Trice. He's no uh, he's no current. Gimmicks. He's currently in jail. Uh, he shot his girlfriend's 18-year-old son uh, in, the nards. in the groin. 
Yeah, so it said he shot him in the groin, and the exit wound was in the left buttocks. Uh, so yeah, that that sounds like not a, like a very fun injury. Shot him in the that. nards and went out his butthole. Yep. So uh, yeah, he's in jail. I think like sixteen thousand dollars bail or something like that. But yeah, Obi Trice is part of Eminem's crew. Uh, what was what was that? What was the group? Uh, what was the the hip hop group that Eminem was in? D twelve. D12, yeah. Was Obi Trice in D12? I'm pretty sure he was in D12, yeah. Was he? I'm pretty sure he was. I don't think he was in D12. I think he was. I'm willing to bet that he was not in D12. Eh, I think he was. But anyway, uh, yeah, he's in jail, so kind of sounds like a piece of shit. But uh, brand new, uh, who's singer Jesse Lacey. Jesse Lacey really is a piece of shit. Uh, brand new have supposedly been removed from all of Spotify's year-end lists because of the 2017 allegations that uh, Jesse Lacey is a sex pest. Uh, so there you have it. I guess if you're still a huge brand new fan, they're not on your Spotify wrapped up list. And I don't think you or I are really devastated about that, right? Well, I mean, I think it's I think it's silly if they're going to like if Spotify is going to pick and choose who they want to kind of, um, what do you call it? Censor. Mm-hmm. Because they haven't sensed, censored. They haven't, do you call it sensed or censored? They haven't censored. censored. They haven't censored uh, XXX Tentacion. Yeah. And he beat the they shit out of his wife. Chris Brown. Same with Chris Brown. Oh, and furthermore, XXX beat some guy up and beat some guy in jail, beat up some guy in jail who was gay because a guy was staring at him. In a weird way, so he like almost killed him, and then he was like laughing about it on a podcast later on. Uh, what a piece of fucking shit! And here Blinky is doing a song with him, or yeah, because it's popular. Really because it's popular, but they've been so like supportive of like the community of of against that of like you just imagine like loving Blink because you know you're you're, you're like in a, a a victim of abuse, and then all of a sudden they do this like how, you must feel like betrayed. Yeah, it's awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I Absolutely. hate Blink. <laughs> oh, makes me want to barf. Yeah. Um, speaking of something a little bit more positive, but also kind of annoying, Weezer put out a music video for their song that they wrote for Frozen. Uh, it features Kristen Bell and uh, the band performing in a fake forest where it's snowing, and it's a video. It's it's a video. It's, it's a video. <laughs> like, what do you want? <laughs> It's nothing really to write home about. So Frozen is awful. The movie is awful. The songs are awful. Correct. This video is stupid. And you know, I just don't like Kristen Bell. Why? Don't care. What's wrong with her? I don't think What's she's. I don't her? think she's really good at anything. I think she's just there because she's a face, kind of like Ava Longoria back in the day when she was with Tony. I don't know. If she's still with Tony Parker, but she was no. a nobody. And then you don't to- remember the, the the Tony Parker thing. You don't remember when after they broke up. They uh like a bunch of fans like not non San San Antonio fans. They made a bunch of giant like cutouts of Ava Longoria's head. So every time when he took a free throw oh. shot, they were holding up like giant heads of her. It's awful. You don't remember that? that- there's like, there's pictures and videos of it. It's pretty fucking funny. <laughs> That's hilarious, yeah. but it's so awful. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't like Kristen Bell. I don't like Frozen. I don't. I think the songs in Frozen are are not very good either. But no, they're awful. If you take out Kristen Bell, this, this video is kind of funny because Rivers is. It's almost like acting, and it's kind of awkward. But I think it, like it's purpose purposely awkward, purposefully awkward. Nah, barely. 
Kristen Bell's is not good at anything. She's just no, she's not. She's, she's just she's just a face. She's whatever. She's a she's a pretty blonde woman that they put in the movies and they, let's just let's just put Kristen Bell in there. Yeah. Okay. Boring. <laughs> All right. The uh, the guitarist from Every Time I Die, uh, Andy. What's his last name? Andy. Andy, the guitarist from Every Time I Die. Andy. He's um he is wrestling. For the AEW All Elite Wrestling, uh, he's play He's in his very first match with uh, AEW on Wednesday on TNT. So if you're interested in that, he's been into wrestling. Like, um, what is it? Uh, uh, not backyard wrestling, but uh, amateur wrestling for a few years now. And uh, he's been trying to, you know, get in there and make his name outside of music. And there you have it. He's He's doing his first big match on TV, so that's kind of cool. Andy the Butcher Williams. There you go. That's awesome. Great guitar player. Great guitar player, too. And great band. Every time I die, great band. But yeah, that, that's pretty cool that he's doing both. Because he made his debut, but he wasn't wrestling last week. But I wonder if he'll walk out to an Every Time I Die song. Oh, that'd be so sick. That'd be so cool. <laughs> so I'm de- I mean, I'm how, definitely how can interested. he not? How can right? he not? I know. <laughs> Oh man, a song that he wrote, you know. That's, that'd be so that's like rad. that'd be like the coolest fucking thing ever. God, wrestling's but, so good. Uh, it's so good. good. Yeah, it's good sometimes. But uh some cool tours coming up. Uh Aqua, you know, the the 90s bubblegum pop bit group that sang uh, Barbie Girl. They're headlining the 90s Nostalgia Electric Circus Tour in Canada in June with supporters the Venga Boys, oh. Ace of Base, Eiffel 65, S2 Unlimited, and Hathaway. Um, I wish they were coming to California or at least Arizona. I mean, I would be there in a heartbeat. I've always wanted to see Aqua That's for as far back as I can remember, but I, I honestly don't think they've been played a show in the U.S. since like the late 90s. So uh, maybe one day they'll make it to California and I'll be able to go see them, but we'll Damn. see how that goes. I would just, I mean, like, like Vanga Boys, I'm, I would be more excited to see than Aqua. No. Fuck. No, I'm a huge Aquaman, but Vanga Boys are good, though. So Ace good. Ace of Base, too. Ace of Base are pretty good, too. But there you go. So if you're, if you're in Canada, they're, they're torn in June. I think mostly on the east, the eastern region of Canada. I don't know how far west they're going, but um, but yeah. So if you're interested, go check it out. I'm sure it's going to be a fun show. Uh, Kill Switch Engage, they are going on tour this spring with Light the Torch. So if you don't know, Kill Switch Engage, they've gone through two singers. Their original singer, Jesse Leach, I think that's was his name. He left after their second album, was replaced by Howard Jones. Then Howard Jones left like three albums later, and then they brought back their original singer. But that second singer, Howard Jones, has a band called Light the Torch, and now they're all best buds. And so it's it's kind of cool. Like the two bands are touring together, and on the new Kill Switch Engage album, uh, both singers who've been in the band have were on a song together, and it was actually a pretty cool song. But uh, but yeah, that that's cool. You know, maybe Howard Jones will sing a bunch of Kill Switch songs with the guys, and oh, you know I, for I think sure a, they're gonna do it. I think that's such a cool thing. You know that they're still like friends and. They still do things together. That that's like the coolest fucking thing ever. I love that. I love seeing stuff like this. Just, Even I mean, Light the Torch fucking suck. They're awful, and a lot of like probably seventy five percent of Kill Switch stuff is bad, but the stuff that's good is really good. So it's just nice to I see people cool. acting like 
normal human beings and getting along. Not a bunch of dicks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the last thing here, we have a tour coming up this June. Uh, it's Third Eye Blind and Saves the Day. Uh, I don't know if you're going to be going to this, but I'm probably not. I know I'm not. I know I'm not going to go. No, I'm definitely not going to this because I've seen Saves the Day, and they're actually really boring live. And I just thought this was a weird mashup. It is. It seems too too new of a band to be playing with Third Eye Blind. Yeah. And also like a band that doesn't really fit that genre of Third Eye Blind. Yeah, it seems weird. It's weird. Maybe it's gotten to the point where nobody wants to tour with Third Eye Blind because the singer Stephen Jenkins is a douche. Maybe that that could be it. I don't know. It's possible, but I, w- I won't is. be going Anything to this. Possible. No, I will not either. But uh, that's about it for um, all the stuff going on in the music world. Unless you got something else going on, mm, something to say. I don't. Yeah. I got something to say. I'm telling you, dude. All right. I'm all about the misfits now. All yeah. right. Well. That's about it for the show. Yeah. I got nothing else. I got nothing else to say about the pod. Uh, listen to our album of the week because we get into the Arctic Monkeys uh, debut album. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. Check out that that episode. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Go follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Thank you again for all for listening. And uh, wait, what? Are they going to play the thing? I was going to, but then I realized that's not the main episode, and I kind of fucked everything up. So let's just say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Damn.